This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership in the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford, and I'm the host of the show. I'm here with David Witt. David just got back from Israel, and I'm also here with Andre. Andre is the author of One Friday in Jerusalem and a tour guide in the old city of Jerusalem with Twins Tours. There's two S's on that, Twins Tours. He led the, led the tour that David was on, and David, tell us a little bit about your trip with Andre and what you experienced. Yeah, I want to bring Andre right uh, in here, and if you missed the first episode, this is our second, and we want to look today at really the interaction. When we went there, Mark, we had our global directors and our uh, strategic partners, and we were able to yeah. see the ancient ruins and, and where Jesus walked and the life and the growth of Christianity. But I tell you, most of our group were just delighted um, by Andre's brother, Tony, and then meeting with the persecuted believers there. That was the highlight. So we called that the living stones as a metaphor, right? the ancient stones, the living stones. and Ancient stones and so living I, stones. Yeah. I I, in this episode, I'd like Tony to, to focus on that. And what out of the gate here, to, to, I said, Tony, there you said your brother, uh, Andre. Yeah, you said Tony. You're getting the, the twins confused <laughs> right now, even on, on the podcast. twins tours. <laughs> but we, we're with Andre. So uh, Andre. We, we think. Yeah, we hope. Yeah, that's true. They could, they, even in his book, he, I want people to get this book. They played a trick on each other. And Andre and Tony dated the same girl for a little bit. It's a great story. People have to get the book to get, hear the rest oh, of it. Wait a second. I hate to hear the yeah, story they now. Did, and the Girl didn't know for a little bit. <laughs> what? So yeah, oh, you'll have to get the book to hear the rest of that. Now, um, Andre. So you know, Jerusalem means right. the city of peace. Would you describe today, as we talk about what's happening today, as Jerusalem being a city of peace? Yeah, let me explain more. Like what you're saying, the city of peace in the original language in Aramaic means peace means shlama in Hebrew shalom. And it means the inner peace, the peace and the relationship between you and your creator. So Jerusalem is the city of peace, but never had the complete peace. And by the way, Shlama in Aramaic means complete. And not think about it. Why did Jesus come all the way to the most conflict place on earth to bring the real peace, to bring the inner peace? So people need to know about Amen. Jesus and both Jews, Muslims, and even Christians living there. And when your group came to the land, to the Holy Land, they met with Muslims background believers, MBBs. They met with Jewish background believers, and they met with Christian background believers. And you will be able to see how Jerusalem is changing slowly, slowly. I have good news. It's not like we have so many believers, not, but they are coming to Christ. And the most beautiful thing, when we see Muslims, background believers, worshiping with Jewish background believers, and us as Christians, we are a bridge between both of them to bring the reconciliation. That is the real peace. That is the complete peace that brings the heart of God down to us. Yeah, and we get to experience as as you brought together, again, those Muslim background believers, and we met the Christian believers. One of them, of their community, had been martyred in, in their recent past, and and then we met with the Jewish background believers. All of them experienced peace and reconciliation, love for each other through the Prince of Peace, Jesus. So that was powerful for us. And Andre, I was so really... Um, 
touched and pleased and encouraged that you talked about how unique our group was, you know, connected with the persecuted church. In fact, was it is it true that I remember that you said that we're the only tour group that you have led that actually wanted and met with the persecuted church there in Israel? Did I hear that right when we were together or, or not? David, I have been with the groups for the last 20 years coming to the Holy Land, and they only take and take and take. They only see the dead stone. They only see the archaeology, the history, which is great, but they miss big time. They miss when they don't meet the local believers, the indigenous believers, the believers that live mm-hmm. in the land, the small part of the salt of and light that we have. They miss them. They don't mix with the people. We don't mix with the locals. They don't hear their stories. But with your group was different. It was mission oriented. And your group gave so much. You shared with us. You encouraged the persecuted church. You encouraged the Muslims. You encouraged the Christians. You encouraged the Jews. It meant a lot. It was like complete that bringing the heart of God because it's all people need to know and be saved. The persecuted church and the Holy Land, no one cares about. And here there are people from the West coming to meet with people in the East to encourage each other. And it was such a blessing to the locals. Let's build off of that as maybe some of our listeners are would praying about um, considering going to the Holy Lands and hopefully with twins tours too. But how could a believer right now, if they're thinking about going on a tour, be not only to be blessed by the land, but to be a blessing what would you encourage Americans as they travel to the Holy Lands? How can they be a blessing? I encourage them just to learn. Keep learning. Keep learning and listen to the locals. And do not judge the locals. Just open your heart. Listen to their suffering. Listen to their struggles. And people here, locals, are tired from conflict. They are tired from fighting each other. And they want their hurt. They want someone to hear them. And the West, believers, when they come to the West, they feel safe to share with them because they are not living in the land. They're coming from outside the land. So listen to their hearts. Build relationships with them. Do not try to, like... Uh, Give your ideas or your thoughts. Just listen to their hearts. Listen to what stories they have and just show them love. Show them the love of Christ. Even you don't have to evangelize to them. Just show them how much you care about them because they have been hurt. And when when they see someone is listening to them without judging them, that changes their lives. And then they're going to build a good relationship. And after building a good relationship, then you can share with them about the Messiah because you have to understand that uh, if a Jew come to Christ, his family will disown him. If a Muslim come to Christ, also his family will disown him and Christian will be persecuted from the home church itself. So build relationships and then you can come and visit the land and see them and be friends forever. Andre, we appreciate those insights about the Holy Land. And when we get back from this break, we'll hear more from Andre and David, and uh, we'll hear more about the trip that they took to Israel and how they were able to not only see some of these places that they have read about in the Bible, but also able to interact with some of the locals. We'll be right back. At Risk Radio. 
Can you imagine trying to disciple a church with only one Bible? This is Mark Stafford from At Risk Radio, and our contacts in Venezuela are telling us incredible stories about people coming to know Jesus, all the while pastors are missing Bibles for their people. After receiving a Bible from our ministry, one man said with tears in his eyes, no one has ever given me such a beautiful gift. At Risk Radio, in our partnership with SOM International, is working to bring 2 million Bibles into Venezuela. For more information about how you can help, go to atriskradio.com. Welcome back to At Risk Radio. I'm online with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. I'm also here with Andre. Andre is the author of the book. Let's see. Let's see if I can get the title of this book exactly right, Andre. It is One Friday in Jerusalem. You want to pick that up on Amazon. He is also a tour guide in the old city of Jerusalem where he grew up with a tour company called Twins Tours. And I believe that's twinstours.com. Is that right, Andre? Correct. Correct. All right. Well, David, you had an incredible opportunity to take some of our global leaders and be part of a tour there in Israel with Andre. So we just want to continue on this conversation about, well, we were talking in the first part of the episode about how to be a good guest in in Israel and how to really dive into some of the local culture there. Uh, Tell us some of the other things you experienced there, David. Yeah, Andre, you ended the first half there with talking about how to build genuine and authentic relationships, which is so key for the kingdom. Uh, that's what I preach all the time. The three rules of kingdom work is relationships, relationships, and relationships. And so I, I love it that you brought that out. But one of the things that you bring up in your story, which is so powerful, is and a block to relationships is you know unforgiveness and the pain. And you were at the end of a gun from the Israelis who uh, he even dry clicked you, just terrifying you as a child. I think you're 12 years old, if I remember right. You were almost in a terrorist bomb that you shared the last episode, and you've had many other times that your life should have been taken, really, and it was the Holy Spirit that protected you. But as you left, you're terrorized, and here these people tried to kill you, and, and you talk about in your story of what the Lord did for forgiveness. I'd love for you to share some part of that, of what the Lord has to do in our hearts to, to give that forgiveness so that he can build those authentic relationships. Yes, because what I passed through learned reconciliation heart, learned about forgiveness. So my life is a testimony. And when people come to the land and visit or groups come to experience the Holy Land, there will be a revelation for them about the reconciliation of heart, how the revelation will take place. They will learn about Israel. They will learn about Palestine. They will learn about the conflict in the land. And they're going to be a positive influence on the people here. And when they learn about their struggles and learn about their lives and when they build their relationships with them, and then they can touch their lives and bringing so much revelation to their hearts, then they can know how to pray. And then when they know how to pray, they become part of the reconciliation. Because I got reconciled with all of that because I am here in the land as indigenous person. But we need more. We need more believers to come to the Holy Land and be part of the solution because it's all a spiritual warfare. And to forgive Forgiveness is a key for reconciliation. The West needs to learn about the East, and the East needs to connect with the West. 
Yeah, Andre, I also, though, I want to make sure that people see the credibility of what you're saying and how powerful that is, because I was really moved in your story how these settlers, uh, and this was Orthodox Jewish settlers, almost killed you and, and attacked your car one time, and you got away barely with your life, and you're thankful to God, but then you had to deal with forgiveness. Could you share that story to, so that it fleshes out here, what you're talking about? Sure. Uh, remember, I always almost kind of lost my life because of a Muslim fanatic with a bomb attack. And then after that, after a year, I was going to West Bank and there are settlers. Settlers, there are Jews, fanatic Jews that do fake uh, checkpoints and they check car by car. And if they see someone, a Palestinian or someone not Jewish, they will attack him. And I was there stuck in the checkpoint and my turn came because they checked car by car and then i saw this jewish family religious kids and their mom and the father and the mom had this big slab of stone and she throw it on the car at that moment i knew i was in danger then i saw the small kids throwing small stones and then i looked at the father that was approaching me and I looked at his eyes. I saw the hatred coming from his eyes. And then I saw he's putting his right hand on the gun and approaching me. So what you can do at that moment? I just closed my eyes and I started to pray. Because there's nothing else you can do when you taste death. And then the moment I finished prayers, I opened my eyes. I saw an Israeli police car coming from nowhere. And when Israeli police come, all of these settlers were run away because they're going to be in jail because what they're doing is not legal. And immediately, immediately, all the family, all the settlers ran away. And in that moment, I felt a struggle inside me because I'm human, right? I almost taste death for the second time by a religious Jew. And uh, the struggle was inside me. Shall, shall I bless him or shall I curse him? My flesh wanted to curse him. But I remember Jesus on the cross saying, Father, Father, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. And I said, Lord, I will forgive him because he is not knowing your love. And the moment I said these words, I felt the Holy Spirit and his peace on me. And I was like full of joy instead of scared. And I knew that God had saved me. And I continued my way back to Jerusalem. Here, I was almost going to lose my life because of a fanatic Muslim and a fanatic Jew. And I said to God, why? Why you put me in these positions? Because I realized that God had a calling on my life and a calling on everyone's life to bring the message of forgiveness and reconciliation. I want to read for you from Ephesians 2, 14 and 15. Because Jesus said, for he himself is our peace, who had made the two groups one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility, by settling aside in his flesh the law with its commandments and regulations. His purpose was to create in himself one new man out of the two that's making peace. So that is one new man. Me and you can be this one human who brings the reconciliation in the Holy Land, in the land where history started, where history will end, where Jesus came down to earth to save humanity. Andre, you inspire me, and I was so glad we had that time together. You are being a leader in a land of conflict. And 
You know, you hit on that scripture, which I want to end with and wrap things up here, is really the law, the religious spirit. We saw, we talked about so much while we were in the land, uh, the religiosity there from all sides. And that's what's bringing the, the work of the flesh, of man trying to get themselves righteous, to deal with the guilt, the shame, the suffering, the death. And, and it all comes together in perfect culmination, reconciliation through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And your story just exudes that, your, the joy you share in your heart. And so can you, I'd love for you to end with prayer because you taught us the issues. There is to bless Israel, to bless God's people. You bless the people of the settlement who your flesh cried out. You wanted to curse them. And it's easy for us to join in the religious charades in Israel. Pick a side when God wants us to bless all people everywhere and starting there in Israel, first the Jew, then the Gentile. So brother, conclude us with, if you wouldn't mind, a prayer for Israel and for us in the West to be that, like to join the believers, to join you in bringing Christ and bringing peace back to Jerusalem and Israel. Yes, Lord, it's written that pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for the real peace. It's not the political peace we're talking about. It's not the religious peace. It's yeah. the peace between man and his creator. It's mm-hmm. the inner peace. Then when we feel content that you changed our lives, Lord, mm-hmm. thank you, Lord, for the listeners. Thank you, Lord, for people from the West that care about the persecuted church. Thank you, Lord, because they are standing with us. Mm-hmm. You know, when one thing hurts in your body, all your body hurts. Mm-hmm. And we feel that we are not left alone. We feel that people are standing with us and praying with us, Lord. Open their eyes, bring them revelation of how much it's important to pray for Israel and to pray for the people of Israel and to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Thank you, brother. One more time, your website. Amen. www.twinstours.com T-W-I-N-S-T-O-U-R-S.com All right, and we would encourage you, if you're looking at taking a trip to Israel, to connect with Andre. Hey, until next time, my name is Mark Stafford, and this has been At Risk Radio. You've been listening to At Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio is a production of SOM International.